cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon commentary. Are we recording? We are now. We're recording. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Mike I check hit, one, two, one, I two. I hit the button. And now. And go. Wait, hold on. Uh, action. Oh, right. wait, you right. do hold on. Drop action a beat. for a. Mm. Mm. It's the Mario <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> no, I have <laughs> If you that actually, been, that, that would have been, been right, yeah, that would have yeah. been hype as fuck, huh? Right. Yeah. 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 You got you me so excited. You, you would have really had to practice that a lot though to nail it. Yeah. We're hooked on the brothers. The brothers. The brothers. The brothers. The brothers. Man, I had to right. honestly. Can I just tell you? I had to look up the lyrics because. Yeah. There's a part. <laughs> in the, see, if I if I had looked up the lyrics, I would I would have been singing it. But no, I had to look up the lyrics because I I kept on listening to one part and I was like, "There's no way that they, they can't just be saying that." Made up a word, like. But with a Z in front, like it's, <laughs> it was weird. But let's, Corey. What was the word? I'll tell you what the what the actual word is. It's okay. If, it's if your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. But they say the phrase "sink is" too quick, and it sounds like zigas. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus, Keith. You might have to cut that out. It's a pretty big yeah. leap. <laughs> I, 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 I swear. I swear. Whoa. I swear, I swear to God. Go go and li- pull it up and go and listen. To I it. I don't. I, I I watched this episode like four times today. I don't remember yeah, hearing that ever. But you're not I paying attention either. during the I intro don't. music. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, just go listen, go listen to it right we're, now. We're learning a lot about Keith's subconscious. Oh my god. <laughs> What's up, Paisanos? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast where three plumbers in their 30s talk about old, new, and sometimes weird cartoons. I'm Claim Jump Corey. I'm Tom. Get super now. Eat later, O'Connell. I'm Keith. Get hooked on the brothers, Barnofsky. And today we're talking about the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. Uh, the episode is The Great Gold Coin Rush. But first I wanted to get a little bit more, I guess, backstory into why we're talking about this now. Uh, of course, at the point of recording this, we're still like a month, month and a half away from the Mario Brothers movie coming out. The new one. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it would be cool to talk about around the time when it comes out. And Mario has always been a big part of my life. Uh, this is the, we were talking about it before we started recording, this is the cartoon I watched as a kid. Apparently there are like two or three other iterations of the Mario Brothers cartoon that I was only <laughs> tangentially aware of, but probably haven't seen. Yeah, I agree. Like this, this was the only one that I saw as a child too. Um, but there were others. 
they're yeah, out there. Clearly, clearly, there was something wrong with both of you as children because I've seen I've seen all three of them, and they're all great. And uh, well, that was like a, a a weekend joy of mine. So, he, getting... so here's the thing. Here's the thing, Tom. <laughs> we went outside. <laughs> You know, actually, I will, in Tom's defense... Doesn't make you a better person, say, just makes you someone who hasn't seen the Mario Brothers show. I mean, in, in, almost any, in almost any other, like, instance, I would argue that, like, better off staying inside and playing video games, stuff like that. But, like, I, I feel like it's a pretty good reason why we didn't watch as many cartoons as Tom, because I, I spent a lot of time outside as a kid. I... Yeah, no, I spent probably a, a lifetime's worth. That's why I stay inside all the time now. <laughs> I'm sick of the outside. Like, I'm done. That is a dangerous place. It should go away. Yeah, uh, I got too uh, much well, asthma in, for that. In shit. Tom's in Tom's defense, though, he did pick up a variety of skills though from this because Tom was the only person that I met in, uh, you know, high school or even during my twenties. Of anybody that I knew that played Super Mario 3, he was probably the only person that was better than me at Super <laughs> Mario 3. And the thing is, I was, I was like, really freaking good. There was, there was periods of time in high school where I would just get home from school and I would just be like, you know what? I don't feel like doing my homework. I'm just going to play this whole game before dinner. <laughs> I would beat yeah. the game like beginning to end, doing all of the levels. Like, no was, warp whistle. No warp whistle. Like I would just it. It took hours. Like if yeah, you played so... every level for the whole game, it was it was hours. But like, you get good enough at it. Yeah. Well, there was no save feature uh, on the original. Yeah. Not until uh, you know All Stars came Super out. Nintendo. With, with, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had the save feature, and and uh, but yeah, no, I um, I'll top Keith. You know, Keith is the, just mentioned that he'd come home and, and skip homework to play. Uh, when I was a child, Keith, my father worked the night shift. Uh, he would get home, I don't know, like two in the morning or whatever. And um, when he did, I'd wake up because I'd hear the garage door opening because my bedroom was above the garage. Uh, I would immediately get out of bed and run to the living room to greet my father because as long as my mother was asleep, he'd come in and he'd be like, okay, let's get let's get the Nintendo on. And at like 2, <laughs> 2.30 in the morning, he, he would take a shower first and then we would, we would pop the Nintendo on and I'd play to like, you know, it was time to go to school. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that that's hardcore. why I was so good at Mario Brothers 3. I had a lot of practice. I just I just remember See? in some of the later levels like cuz I played with you a couple times in high school and a couple like the later <laughs> levels like World 7, you know, like the plant world and mm -hmm. you just be like, "Oh no, you have to go over here because there's a one up." And I'm like, "What the where the fuck did you learn that from?" <laughs> like it was like these really random things that you'd pull out of your ass and I'm just like, yeah. "Dude, like I don't like come on. Come on, man." <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, the funny thing is, we never used the whistles either. We'd always play every level. <laughs> hmm. See, I probably, well, most definitely have the least amount of experience with Mario Brothers 3 because I didn't have 
an NES as a kid until the Super Nintendo and maybe even the PlayStation were already out. Hmm. And Damn. even when I did get them, wow. get the Nintendo, it was as, I guess, as a borrow. The, the term I used to use is not uh, socially friendly <laughs> anymore, but my cousins basically gave me a Nintendo, and then they ungave me a Nintendo eventually. Oh. And I have no, there's no other term I could use for it that I could actually say out loud on the podcast, <laughs> but... <laughs> In, in this was around like Keep second or third shut. grade. Yeah, I don't want to edit this. Um, <laughs> but basically, around that age in third grade, I think it was. Uh, I remember I used to play Mario Brothers three a lot at night after school, mm. and I remember there was one point. When back then, you wouldn't, like, give your phone number to people. People would just, like, look you up in the phone book and call you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, like, assume or hope they had the right people. I guess with a name like Xamir, it's pretty, pretty good shot that you yeah. have the right household. Yeah, it's not like if you're looking for me. Mm. But I guess if you're, like, your last name is Smith, you're, you know, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Um, mm. But I remember... One night I was playing Mario Brothers 3 and I got a phone call from a girl. And my mom gives me the phone and I'm like confused because I'm confused and also frustrated because I'm trying to play my game. <laughs> and I'm just like, huh? Yes, I'm just here playing Mario Brothers 3. And. I, I, to this day, have no idea what the hell she was calling about. <laughs> Who was it? It was some girl... It, she, she ended up moving away. I think... So, my, my assumption is that it was one of those calls you get because someone... One of your classmates is moving away and the parent makes them call everybody in their class to say goodbye. Did that ever happen to you guys? No. Because I had another kid do that. Uh, in like second grade. So I think that's what it was, or at least that's what I've always assumed it was, because otherwise it's just like, wait, was she like calling me because she was interested in me at an age when it's fucking irrelevant? And your rejection <laughs> third hurt her grade. so bad that she had to move? Well, so maybe. So, so I, the only thing I really remember for sure about that phone call was basically... It was awkward, and I was just like, all right, this is kind of awkward. I was thinking to myself, so I was just like, all right, well, I got to go. I got to go play some more Mario Brothers 3, and I hung up. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> Mario Brothers 3 over bitches, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I would say that Mario, <laughs> I would say that Mario Brothers 3, if I was to pick. I was hooked on the Brothers. If I was, if I was not in that way though, not in that way. <laughs> no, no. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Future self, don't it's... you dare try and save face by editing that out. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> oh god. 
I'm not gonna. Even, I'm not gonna go into it. Cause I can't. Um, <laughs> I would say though, if I was, you know, it's one of those things where, like, if you had to pick, you know, five video games for the rest of your life to play. I feel like Super Mario 3 would be in my list of five. I would definitely have a couple other games in there that have way more open world depth to them. But I feel like Super Mario 3 is such a good fucking game that, mm-hmm. like, I could... I It's one of those games that, like, if I never had access to again, I would, I would just... I'd cry a little bit every once in a while about it. So... With the way you're talking about this, I'm assuming you guys probably fall into the camp of Super Mario Brothers 3 is better than Super Mario World? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. So, the thing is, is that what I find is that anytime I talk to somebody who thinks that Super Mario World is better, it's mm-hmm. because, simply they because they played Super Mario World either first or they didn't own a Nintendo long enough to actually mm, appreciate Super Mario 3. Mm-hmm. And, but then they owned a Super Nintendo, so therefore that's their Mario game. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying any of those people are oh, wrong. Oh, it's not a bad game. Well, I mean, it's all... It's, all, it's a good game. It's all, yeah. you know, a matter of opinion. There are, exactly. No one's saying either game is bad. But the thing right, is, the right. two games yeah. are... They are both great games, but they are both different enough where... I feel like whichever one you played more of first, like Mm. once you get past like a certain threshold with the game, that was your favorite Mario game. And the other one you could appreciate, but you're like, no, this other one I played, I played a hundred hours of this other one first. So that's, that's (laughs) my, my golden standard, you know? Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm on the Super Mario World side, but not by that much like they're both great games yeah the real trick if you have if you have only five games you could pick you have one of those games be the super mario uh oh, world All-Stars. slash All-Stars. super mario all-stars cart yeah and then you get all the games that's true yeah not a lot of people that's... know that that cart exists yeah hmm. that's true so everybody listeners. always thinks of super mario all-stars but there's the one that has world on it also mm. that wow. is that's clutch yeah. Uh, I was just a pack-in. So. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is, what are what is your guys' opinion on the movie that's coming up that's probably going to be out within the week at the point of uh, when this actually gets released? I'm really looking forward to seeing how Chris Pratt does the Mario uh, voice. I feel like that's the thing that's on everybody's mind. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, because the thing is, because, you saw like, the trailer. Everybody else gets like a pass. Everybody else gets a pass. Oh, like totally. Charlie, or uh, what's this guy's yeah. name? Charlie Day? Charlie Day. Like yeah. he, he seems like he's going to be a good Luigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack Black is killing it as Bowser. Yep. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah. Who, who is it that's playing? Seth so, Jordan Peele? Oh, uh, Jordan Peele... I can't remember who's playing Toad, but they're doing a pretty good job. No, no, it's not Especially, Jordan Peele. It's, it's Ke- I don't it's, remember um, who it is. The other guy. Um, oh, Keegan. Uh, Space on his last name. I know who you're talking about. I just can't remember his name. Toad. Yeah, Keegan, I can't Keegan, believe that's what we're Keegan. talking about. Thank you. Right, yeah, I was Space on it. Yeah. Yep. 
Thank you, Keith. Because I don't know celebrities. Praise so Keith's Seth, Wi-Fi. Seth Rogen yeah. is Donkey Kong. It's Donkey Kong, yeah. Fred, yeah. Fred That's Armisen the other one that I don't think Kong. I've heard enough about. Uh-oh. No, Fred Armisen's Cranky Kong? Yeah. It's That's... weird that Cranky Kong is in it. I know. He must just be like a short cameo or like it's like a couple Unless, scenes. Well, because well, because if we're going Kong's into like the mythology, though, right? well, the thing is, if we're going into the mythology of Donkey Kong and Mario, Cranky Kong is technically the Donkey Kong from the arcade. Okay. And Donkey Kong is really? his is the one from Donkey Kong Country. Yep. AKA Donkey Kong Jr. So when you see Super Mario Kart, the Donkey Kong Jr. in that is the right. ma- is the Mario uh, uh, is the Donkey Kong. Yeah, <sighs> I'm trying to think is because the... I think it's like there's like that's him, but he doesn't have his tie. He's wearing mm. like the sh- the shirt, mm-hmm. something like that. Hmm. So like if they're tying it in that way. But the thing is, they can't be because this seems like Mario's first introduction to. Yeah, to the Mushroom Kingdom. Everything and, you know, yeah. everything. Yeah. So it's like he he wasn't Jumpman before in this case. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so the thing is, is that I'm wondering, right? And I, I feel like I feel like this movie's got to be good. To be totally honest, I hope it is. Uh, I think it is. But I think that. If it's Mario's introduction to the Mushroom Kingdom, I just wonder how Chris Pratt is going to vocalize the progression of the Mario voice. Because he may, they may actually make him sound. And from the trailer, seems like he's not leaning very hard into the, you know, stereotyp- stereotypical Mario Mamma voice. Mia. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the N64. Wahoo! <laughs> Wahoo! Um, I feel like I could do a better Mario Mario voice than Chris Pratt is doing right now. So. Probably. But the thing is, though, is I wonder if the voice has a progression where by the end of the movie, he's like balls deep in marinara. Like, he is just like, <laughs> you know. I, Keith, sometimes you're almost taking a sip of soda and thank God you didn't because I would have sprayed uh. that all over my mic. Uh, mm. So, but Both like I, the so, <laughs> hey, Mario, Mario likes the sauce. That's, that's a T-shirt right there. Balls deep in marinara. <laughs> <laughs> and like you could put a picture of two meatballs, like just floating in a pot. Yeah, it does work. That is like perfect. <laughs> That's uh, that's that might be the name of a, a new Italian restaurant, Balls Deep in Marinara. So you know what's funny is that Nikki <laughs> Nikki just bought she bought all this like crafty stuff. So we now have like a sublimation printer so she can like make t shirts and stuff. So I've been thinking So I you're ne- making all of our cartoon commentary t shirts. Well, so yeah, no, I need to get your guys' t shirt sizes because uh I oh, gotta yeah. find I gotta find t shirts that are a certain percentage polyester because in order to sublimate oh. On t-shirts, because it's ink, you need to, like, have... I don't know what that word means. Is it in color? Or is it just black and white? Yeah, no, it's in color. It's ink, so it it actually, like, dyes... It dyes the fabric. Okay. But she also has... She also has, like, a Cricut machine with vinyl, so we could do vinyl, like, iron-on vinyl stuff, too. 
Hmm. Um, but yeah, like she got all. Wait, this it's pronounced stuff. cricket. Yeah, I know it's spelled like. I thought cry, it was cry cut. Cry cut? No, it's cricket. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's a play on things. I don't know, but back on the uh, Mario movie, I'm really hoping it's good because I know our habits in our family, mm-hmm. and I know just based on the way my son reacts when he sees Mario. <laughs> that this is a movie that is going to be big in his life, mm. whether it's good or not. Isn't so it being good yeah. is a great thing. <laughs> if it, if it's horrible and it's something I hate, it's gonna be a miserable thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's other Mario material that you might be able to distract distract him with if it's terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, but, but like it... he is he. Aside from, like, Bluey, Mario is the other character that he just, like, sees and knows. Oh, and Spidey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, we'll be in the... We went to Target today because I needed to pick up some soda, and I just wanted to get out of the house because I had them all day, and we had just take a two, taken a two-hour nap, which was fucking great, by the way. <laughs> um, we went to Target, and we're walking down the toy aisle, and of course he sees Mario stuff there, and he's just like, doot, 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 and he's pointing, <laughs> and of course he starts pointing at, like, all the fucking expensive stuff. Yeah. Like a three-pack <laughs> of Yoshis for $30. I'm just like, Jesus! And then after that, I'm, I'm just like, no, that's too expensive. We don't have that kind of money. He points to, like, an even bigger character pack that was, like, 50 bucks. I was just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've never actually like looked at the prices on this stuff. Kids got expensive mm. taste. Yeah, <laughs> just like let's get a plush that's like eight bucks or something, you know? Yeah. But mm. the thing is, I know how he is with plush toys. He like hugs them, and then he like tosses them, and then he never looks at them again. <laughs> yeah, it's like a one- it, they're they're disposable. Just like ah, <laughs> and then it's just like all right, cool, bye. You know what, honestly, I used to do with Mayo when she was younger, is that, like, if she really liked a, uh, a stuffed animal or a plush toy, sometimes this gets you in hot water, but you, you give it to her. You let her hold it for, like, an hour as you do all your shopping, and then, like, hopefully she loses interest in it by the time you're done shopping, and you just, like, discreetly put it on a different shelf, like, yeah. and just walk away. <laughs> I've tried that with other things, because one of the other things I really do watch a lot of at home like on youtube especially when i'm watching them is uh these videos have you ever have you guys ever heard of among us yeah yes well i watch a whole bunch of people that stream among us and play among us and have videos on youtube and i guess it's enough for him to like recognize what the characters look like Mm -hmm. so in walmart last week he spotted one of, like, the Walmart-exclusive, like, uh, Among Us figures. And try as I might, I could not get him to exchange it for anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, anything. Like, anything that we would rather get here. Would you like to hold this? Could we get this Transformer instead? No. Could we get this Ninja Turtle instead? No. Could we get... This, like, literally anything. And it's just like we ended up walking out and buying the uh, Among Us toy for, like, ten bucks. So, there's there's a slightly... There's an, one other trick, right? And it only works at Target. You stiff arm them and take it out of their arm? 
Well, you could do that, but uh, it only works at Target. It's you got to teach you your kid. It? You got to teach your kid what a what a cake pop is. Because then, oh, so you need the you need the Starbucks cake pop you, exactly. Because the Starbucks not all cake pop not all targets a... have cake pops though. They that, don't all have. Tar- that's true. They don't not. Uh, what did I just say? Not, not all targets have Starbucks, is what I meant yes. to say. I think I said not all Starbucks have cake pops. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I guess both statements are true in some yeah. cases, but. But I've also gotten out of purchasing like a thirty dollars toy by being like, "Listen, how about we don't need this? Let's put this back, and on our way out, we'll get a cake pop." Oh no, Daddy got a six dollars coffee instead. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I don't really like Starbucks coffee. I don't either, but, like, if I'm already getting it for my wife, I'm going to get one. No, to, uh, yeah, I am I am of the same accord where I'm just like, if I have not hit my quote, my, my caffeine quota for the day and somebody else is getting one, I'm just going to get one. But at the same time, I feel like every time I have a Starbucks coffee, I'm like, man, why does pretty much everything Starbucks do just be dark roast where it's just like terribly bitter like and i drink my coffee and black. costs at least six dollars oh totally <laughs> but like i drink my coffee black i like my coffee being strong and bitter and starbucks just does it in a way where i'm just like are you are you burning this on purpose i got co- <laughs> i got cold brew and it tastes burnt dude like how'd you how'd you manage that one see that's the thing is that at starbucks you could for me, at least, you can only go with the really sweet drinks because otherwise it's just really bad coffee. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, like, honestly, if I get cold brew from Starbucks, because usually cold, cold brew is my thing, because uh, hot, hot coffee actually gives me heartburn. Cold cold brew does not. But uh, when I get cold brew from anywhere else, I just get it black. And when I get it from Starbucks, I get it with a little bit of cream and caramel. Uh, not the caramel, like... Uh, like the pump uh, caramel flavoring, the actual like caramel sauce that they kind of drizzle in it because then like as it slowly dissolves into the drink, it sweetens it a little bit. Hmm. It makes it a little bit better. It's still not good. The cold brew that I make at home hmm. is still way better than Starbucks. So if you guys want a coffee at my house at some point, I'm going to charge you $12. Yeah, just stop um, at, stop by Keith's house, you know, just swing yeah. by the window, you know, charge you $12 for... Yep. A coffee, I guess. So, do you guys want to talk about this uh, episode? Yeah. I mean, that's what sure. we're here for. So, I found this episode because I knew I wanted to get a certain kind of episode out of the Mario Brothers Super Show. And one thing I think we should mention is, technically, this is the second time we've talked about this type, uh, this series of cartoon. Yeah, just Our the first time ever on record. Ever first podcast was an episode of the Mario Brothers Super Show, but it never saw the light of day because it was horrible. Well, wasn't that back when we were watching the episodes simultaneously? And yeah, we were comments? doing live yeah. commentary. We were doing riff tracks, but without so any sort of. of uh... It was a bunch of. Uh... Hey, that was a cool moment. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> we're or just watching us, it so it's just like we all, don't have a whole bunch to say about it or all of us just laugh and then no commentary on why we were laughing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like yeah. i think the only thing we had to say about the episode that was slightly interesting was when 
they had Luigi, his voice come out of Mario's face or something like that. I don't know, something weird. Oh like that. yeah, yep. mm. where it was just like an animation error. But anyway, yeah. I knew for a fact that I didn't want to just grab a random episode like we did that time. I wanted it to be an action-packed episode that was a lot of fun. So I looked up online, and this was the top recommended episode for Super Mario Brothers Super Show. The Great Mm. Gold Coin Rush. But of course, you can't get right into a Mario Brothers cartoon, or at least not the Super Show, without seeing Captain Lou Albano (laughs) and Danny Wells as live-action Mario and Luigi. Was this one of the first, like, cartoon-slash-live-action, like... Mm-hmm. It's efforts. the one that I could think of. I, I really honestly I, don't remember any others. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but I'm sure there probably is that either came before it or copied it. But this could have been Who revolutionary knows? for what they were doing. I don't know oh, if it was... was. I don't. I, I don't... mean, it was, but it doesn't mean everybody... <laughs> I don't know if it was necessarily it. the best idea, but... It worked for this. I mean, it it helped them that their main cartoon characters were some plumbers that were Italian. (laughs) They can easily replicate. It'd be kind of hard to do this for Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Mm. Just like spray paint some dude in blue. No, that would have been some eye bleach. uh, Put some spikes on him. Yeah. (laughs) And red shoes and no clothes. His dick mm. hanging out. I mean, you could have done it with He-Man <laughs> if you had like Arnold Schwarzenegger sure. as He-Man live action. Sure. You could have you, you put a blonde mm. wig on him or Kevin Sorbo. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. Kevin Sorbo could have done it. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So in this episode, I don't know if uh, this was just like part of the show that is common knowledge, but it was surprising to me that in addition to being plumbers. They are also apparently landlords because they were concerned about the other tenants complaining about the heat. So they start off the episode by filling their furnace with coal (laughs) and Luigi ends up hitting his head or the furnace hits him in the head. Uh, Mario thinks he's dying and he revives as a game show host. After Mario uh, gives him the old uh, dirty sock smelling salt. Yeah, oh god. Yeah, the ammoniated <laughs> like, sock. Like, honestly, yeah, honestly, the whole live action part in this is, like, so irrelevant to me that I'm not even sure I want to even mention it. Because... Um, I do think it's funny. I, I figured I would leave it up to you guys just because I don't know who the game show host is that shows up at the uh, end of this episode. The dating game. He was the host of the dating game way back okay. in the day. I knew it would, Before it we were would be up to Tom. <laughs> if Tom has something to say about it, then we could talk about it. But otherwise, it's just like, hey, he comes... It, it, a, a game show host actually shows up because Mario's trying to... Well, they know, were watching a, a game show right before the uh, the furnace broke or the boiler or whatever it okay. is. They, they they were actually watching a game show because that's right. They, they cut in right at the end, and, and Luigi's making a comment about the you know the outcome of the show, and then they start talking about the the, the furnace uh, acting up. But Could- you know, when I watched that, it made me wonder. Uh, 
if you were picking episodes, you could have picked one, uh, the one with Ernie Hudson, where he is oh, playing... Oh, I wasn't going by who the live-action people were dealing with. Yeah, but it's Ernie Hudson, playing Ernie Hudson, mm. who's a ghost beater or a ghost something. It's not a ghost buster, but he's wearing knockoff ghost 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 don't sue us. stuff. Yes, he's a ghost, don't sue us. And he shows up, and they, you know, Mario's like, it's Ernie Hudson! He's here to get rid of the ghost! And I, I just, uh, <laughs> I remember seeing that when I was little, and I was so confused, because I'm like, well, no, that's Winston Zeddemore. That's not Ernie Hudson. Because, like, you know, as a kid, I, I knew him as his character from Ghostbuster. I didn't know his actual yeah. name as an actor. So I was really confused. And then when they were wearing the knockoff Ghostbuster outfit, I'm like, what? They got their outfit I, all wrong. Yeah, the colors are off. Well, they probably had to be for copyright. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, of know. course. Yeah, it, yeah. If I remember correctly, the the suit he was wearing looks more like the the all girls Ghostbuster twenty sixteen reboot. Those suits, it looked more like that than the actual classic Ghostbuster suits. Hmm. But anyhow, I just but anyway, I, I went with this one because, <laughs> as we're about to find out, this episode. Starts off with a bang and is pretty much action-packed all the way throughout. So it starts off with Mario Bros. Princess Toadstool and Toad. One thing that's weird about this, because it's the Super Show, all -hmm. the names that we're used to associating with these characters don't necessarily apply in this episode or this show. Yeah. So it's not Bowser, it's Koopa. It's not Peach, it's Princess Toadstool. Mm. And I, I tried to stay consistent with that so it's not confusing. Mm. And just because that's what it was back then. Um, yeah. They're being chased in a Wild West setting. Usually they like mention, like, hey, we're in Wild West world. I don't remember anybody saying that, though. Oh, no, he did. Uh, Mario did when he did the plumber's log. He mentioned they were in the Wild oh, West. Oh, he mentioned they were in Wild West world? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So our heroes are on a stagecoach uh, drawn by ostriches. Mm. I guess. Like I couldn't think of a Mario bird, Mario World bird. Yeah. That would apply there. Wasn't it wasn't that, a birdo. Like, well, it kind of for some reason I kind of remember birds like that in the second Mario Brothers game. Well. According to the, the second Americans. one doesn't really count. I know it doesn't really count, but that's the one the show is based off of. If you notice, True. there's enemies yeah, from guys. that one. Yeah, the shy guys, and even uh, well, the music what's the name too. Of the, in the music, but what's yeah. the rat? The rat bag guy. He's not in this episode, I don't think, but he's in other episodes. Uh, he was one of the bosses in yeah. Mario Brothers Two. Uh, you know, you fight him at the end of a series of levels, but uh, he's he's one of the main bad guys in a lot of the episodes, yeah. but just not and, this and one. Because we are on the internet, it <laughs> is my duty to mention that it is Doki Doki Panic. That was... Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a thing that people have will... to... Otherwise, in our imaginary comment section that doesn't exist, people will be like, did you know that that was Doki Doki Panic? You know. All right, no. anyway. Yeah. It'll be that one guy who left the comment saying he didn't like your voice. Oh, yeah. My... my... <laughs> My voice, where I'm being sound wave, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's like our one review. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> did not like the voice, made it 20 seconds in. 
She's like, all right, cool. Hey, you know what? Listen. <laughs> yeah, next I, time I, I want to re- I did the whole no. podcast this sound wave. Can you reply? Oh, I'm sorry, Starscream. You'd be like, the Thank next you. time, the Thank next you. time I'm I, getting confused. The next time I want a review from your girlfriend about you, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like your voice. I made it 20 seconds. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, We're not better. Um, <laughs> so. They're being chased by Claim Jump Koopa and his crew of Wild West Shy Guys. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting is how much fire is being thrown in this episode. And how much of it got is little, missing. Yeah, well, I mean, you connect and it's over, right? Yeah. Yeah. This isn't Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, Mario's not going to like so drop a whole bunch of rings. I guess if you're, fine, like, fireballs, if you're throwing fireballs, if you're throwing fireballs while riding an ostrich, I guess it's a little bit difficult to aim. Well, the thing is, they're not throwing <laughs> fireballs. They're shooting them out of like handheld. Uh, True. Uh, what are they called? I have it here somewhere. Piranha plants. Mm. Kinda. Yeah. I thought they had a name. I could have sworn there was a name. Because they made this character playable in Smash Brothers, Petey, Petey Piranhas, something like that. I, I thought don't know. Petey Piranha was a specific piranha plant. All right, now I'm going to have to look it up in the middle of the fucking show. Oh, fuck it. What a. is the piranha plant in Smash? Was he from Mario? Oh, it's literally Sunshine? just called Piranha Plant. What? How lame is that? There you go. Hmm. Whatever. Well, they have a whole bunch of like as like guns. Basically, they have them as mm. guns, and that's how they're firing all these fireballs, which I thought was interesting because it's just like whoa, weird. Yeah. Um, one of the shy guys gets alongside the stagecoach and jumps aboard and scuffles with Mario and gets tossed off the edge. Uh, in the firefight, they end up shooting the reins that Luigi is steering the stagecoach with and separates their ostriches Which, from by the, the stagecoach. doesn't remember what they're called. <laughs> when he turns to Mario, he's like, oh, they shot off the steering thingy. Yeah. He's just like, okay, Luigi. Uh, it's like I wrote this episode or something. Like, I, like the, I don't know if the writers were just trying to make him, like, you know, just totally uneducated about horses and how to steer them. Mm. Or if well, the there writers, were horses for sure. Oh, that's true. But Or if the writers were just like, we don't know what these things are called. Fuck it. Call them steery thingies. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> so... The ostriches go running off. The e-brake, which I'm surprised it has, doesn't work. It breaks. Yeah. And the they end up going breaks. crashing. Yeah, the brake breaks. They crash <laughs> off uh, a pretty steep cliff and die. The end. <laughs> no, actually, they they somehow live just because. <laughs> like, I, I have no idea how they would survive this fall. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Well, so, I mean, they survived the Like, the, the whole stagecoach breaks apart. The princess and Toad kind of land on, like, some seats. 
But Mario yeah. and Luigi just like land on their ass and are probably paralyzed for the rest of their lives. But like, what's what's funny though is that like after they land, like you know, Koopa gets the edge of the cliff. They just ride he, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I got them right where they want them. Like in any other circumstance, it would be like, oh, they're dead at the bottom of the cliff, and he's like, no. We are running down this vertical surface now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they also, it, it's kind of like a running thing in cartoons that villains don't confirm their kills because he's about to not confirm his kill a second True. time. Uh, they end up getting chased into a pipe that leads into a cave, basically. A mine, if you will. And Koopa starts throwing bombs in. And explodes and basically collapses the pipe entrance. And he just, you know. Yeah. All done. Got him. Hmm. So our heroes begin exploring the mine and find that it is the lost gold uh, coin mine. The lost gold coin mine. That's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, Toad starts pocketing a bunch of coins. I love the sound effects they do in this. They keep it so consistent. Yeah. Mm. It's really Like, nice. whenever someone hops, it does the jumping sound. Whenever someone touches coins or drops it coins, makes, it makes the yeah. coin sound. I think it's just like an editing, like, masterpiece in that regard. It's, it's really <laughs> just to make you, like, really tie it back to your, you know, nostalgia about the game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is, yeah, like, it's, it's perfect. It's great. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, is what bothers me about the mine, and there's there's other things that bother me about this mine later, but well, the mine, <laughs> it's, it's not a regular it, gold mine where you mine gold, but you, you just, just break coins. through a wall and just coins fall out. <laughs> there's just, they're, they're already, already coins. They're, they're already not minted. Like, Jerome, they're not, like, raw gold. It's Jerome just natural Powell, coins. No, Jerome yeah, Powell coins. from the United States Fed has already minted these coins and buried <laughs> them in the ground, and now Mario is digging them up. Uh, so, for some reason, there are some shovels there, and Mario has the idea that, oh, we could just dig our way out, and the <laughs> animators were just like, fuck doing this, <laughs> and instead of having them animated in any such way that would make sense, they just are digging up at like a, oh, what's it like, what degree angle is that, like a 90 degree angle, not even? No, like 45. No, it's about 45, 45 yeah. yeah. 45 degree angle. Without moving their feet, they're just yeah. casually, not shoveling the, the, the rock and sediment behind them. Right into the path of right Princess into the path of, of yeah. It's just like none of it makes sense. No, it none of yeah. it makes sense. They just keep and it's super easy. They're not breaking a sweat. Yep. It's just like guys, guys. Why couldn't you have just like found an escape hatch or something, or so you didn't have to do this? Exactly, part. like anything else, anything else. Because this was. You fucking like, created this the... is going to take points off at the end of the day. They they obviously <laughs> yeah. created they created the pipe MacGuffin like like in the very beginning of the concept of anything. And then I've, they were just like, I've No liked... guys, you know what? One time let's just make them dig let's make them dig, but they're gonna dig up. <laughs> And throw all the know. shit in the face of the so princess. So weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. It was. So, they end up finding themselves, after digging up uh, 
out of the mine in a deserted town with some interesting names on the buildings. Today's the day I learned what assay meant. <laughs> There's also a Hats too. Are Us. <laughs> you know, I'm so happy that the show actually like had it be something that was super relevant to why it was there, because I thought it just said it on a building and they were just going to pass by it. Right. <laughs> but in the very next scene, they're just like, oh, here's what it is. You don't even have to look it up. It's self-explanatory. Like, that's actually good children's cartoonery right there. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, I had that same feeling when I, I noticed that. Though, I, I did want to point out, okay, so we see the one building that says a say on the side of it. Uh, and then you said, Hats Are Us is right next door. Why couldn't they use a really fancy name for a hat store? Like, they... They did for the office where, you know, they check the, see the purity well, of gold. because Toys R Us and everything would be really big back then, right? Uh, so yeah. Hats R Us is pretty makes much self-explanatory. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, it could be like Haberdashery or Haberdashers. Oh, okay. you know, then, then you're, for, you don't want to overload these kids with words to learn yeah, either. Yeah, you're right. All these words is the word of the totally day. Totally not ever gonna come up again in their lifetime. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it could have been like the fedoras are you? <laughs> no. No, they're not. <laughs> Especially since there's not a fedora there. Uh, true. Yeah. So they're greeted by Calamity Clem, the town sheriff. Uh, Toad is, like, super rude to this guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't know if it's because they're, like, treating him like he's a New Yorker. Toad. <laughs> I feel so like, it's just like, a lot of the depictions of Toad, though, are Toad either being scared of stuff or, like, in any of or the... Or Toad being or, rude. Yeah, it's, yeah in, he's, in any, he's a bit in, of a dick. Yeah, Toad in any is of, a bit of a dick. In any of the shows that I've seen, it's either Toad being scared or Toad just being fucking angry at somebody and like not not giving them the time of day oh, i i gotta ask real quick since we're talking about toad does anyone else find it a little jarring that is his hat is uh it, it's just so oddly shaped compared to every other iteration of toad we've seen like toad has a, a normally has a very round oh, big mushroom looked. hat but I, this I, one I is like this. oh this one it, it does not look it doesn't look right compared to every other picture you've ever seen a toad. His hat is very round. This one is like the top is kind of round, and then it's underneath. It's cut. It looks like an actual mushroom top, where you know the bottom is is yeah, I see that you know, flat across. Yeah, and that's something that has bothered me since I was a kid. Because even playing the video games as a kid, I'm like, his hat doesn't look like that. And it's something mm. that always, every time I watch the show, I was always like. Did they make that decision? Like, did, did they do it on purpose, or did they not know what he was supposed to look, look like? They were just That's told, "Oh yeah, he's a guy wearing a mushroom." <laughs> uh, well, they see, would have I had the this, art yeah. from the games, I guess. But maybe he's—if they're basing this on Mario Brothers two, they might not have had anything to really show. I thought, I thought his his hat is very round in Mario Brothers two, though. Like it's. Yeah, like a sphere. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just <laughs> Sorry, based this... on the character that you can play as. I, I guess this goes you back. Know, it's say. like the Ninja Turtle thing, where the Ninja Turtles have three fingers on each hand, and it just yeah, in yeah. the Ewoks, it just it's one of those things. Like I didn't think about it as soon as I start seeing it. Like 
it just messes with my mind. I'm like, something's off. And, and so, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mm. thought I'd interrupt you to, to complain about my, no, my eccentricities. Right. So the eccentricities, whatever the word is. Eccentricities. Hang up, hang ups. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that would have been easier. <laughs> so it turns out, uh, well, so like I was saying, Toad's super rude to this guy, and he's just like, "Do you guys have an essay off?" I can't do a Toad voice. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, that was a really good. Cl- uh, the the essay guy. What was his name? Cl- uh, Calamity Clem. Clem. Calamity yeah, that- Clem. You sounded like him. That was a pretty good impression. But not on of him. purpose. I was trying to do yeah. a squeaky toad voice, and I just like puberty puberty-sized right there. <laughs> so puberty-sized. Toad is basically yeah. Toad's asking about if they have an assay office, and I'm just like, oh oh man, they're saying ass on this show. Is my first thought. It's just like. Yeah. They just said ass out loud. I could da- I could guarantee that if I watched this as a kid, my mom would be in the kitchen hearing that and be like, "What the hell just did they just say? They just said mm. ass on Mario." <laughs> like, yeah, the assay office where they had the casting couch. That's and I guarantee she would be like, "What the hell is an assay office?" She'd had to learn too. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they go into the assay office, and it turns out Clem is also in charge of that. And he switches his sheriff hat for a visor and explains he is also the town cook, the fire chief, and also happens to own the hat store. No, he doesn't happen to own the hat store. That facilitates him switching between Mm. all those jobs. The hat store, really, he was probably the hat store owner at first. Everybody else moved out of town and he was like, I have the hats to do all of these jobs. He's also the only non-toad person in town, from what I can see. Look at me. Yeah. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> so, it turns out that it's real gold. And if you're wondering, and we haven't said it, assay basically means to assess... Uh, like precious metals or coins. Precious gold metals, purity. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's real gold. And the, town, the town's toads people... Start gathering around. It Hold turns on. out it's not that much of a. But, but he what? assesses it by like flipping it in the air, and like letting it land. I'm on I'm surprised. His hand. Did he bite it? Did he bite it? Because that's usually a thing you I do. I don't think he did. I think he I don't remember it in him the biting air. it. It landed so. on his hand. He was like, it was oh. heads. He was like, it's landed heads, and then he looked at it for a second and was like, yep, it's gold. So uh, if it landed th- tails, it wouldn't have been gold. Then. Apparently, will, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, Keith, uh, are you an assayer? Um, Tom... He's just an ass man. Yeah. Yeah, we've already established that. That's canon. Okay. <laughs> we've been over so that. you know asses, but you don't know gold. <sighs> I you got me. Don't. You got me. Um, I would have... You know what? To Corey's point, I would have I would have bit it. Um, I think we all would have. Because that's, that's what is, you do with once gold you bite coins. It, you it bite that, them. You bite so, it to make sure that it's malleable, right? You, yeah, if it's really soft, because pure gold yeah. is very soft yeah, compared yeah. to yeah. other metals, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine, right, like, so... though, like, what if you had really good gold and somebody with really strong teeth, and they were like, mm, <laughs> num, 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 and they just, like, swallowed it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just Jesus. like, yep, 
that was really good gold. I'll give it back to you tomorrow. Enjoy waiting for me to shit that. <laughs> <laughs> shit and gold. Hey, you know. <laughs> so, the town's people, the town's toads people start uh, gathering around because they're excited that there's gold in the mines. Um, and, of course, Claim Jump Koopa was already spying in with binoculars. So, one thing I thought of is, uh, as a kid, I remember thinking that binoculars were going to be so much more relevant in life because of how <laughs> often it's used in cartoons and TV shows as a plot device. Um... And I remember thinking, I, I finally got a pair of binoculars when I was probably like eight or nine. <laughs> and I was just like, oh man, I finally have binoculars cool and then i never had any real reason you, to use them you, because i'm not you remember, like looking to spy on people do you remember trying uh, to use so those binoculars and not understanding the sheer gravity of the magnification that they give and the first no these are probably the, like kids binoculars oh so like <laughs> so they weren't like they weren't like legit legit but they my, were like here go play with these my go fuck off you know my grandpa had <laughs> like a pair of old binoculars like bird watching binoculars like some yeah. pretty diesel ones and gave them to me. Diesel. And yeah. yeah. And uh the first, my trigger words, Keith. When I, when I was like, I don't know, like nine or something. When I was like nine, I like Oh, put, you told me how stoked you were to do it. So like Yeah, don't ever talk about the Chronicles of Riddick in front of him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or Fast or Furious. Okay. We'll just call him we'll call him Vinny Gasman. Triple X. So Vinny Gasman. <laughs> 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 You think you think it was I don't the know car? Why that's so funny. You think it was the I car making either, all those noises, great. like when he was driving down the street, and it's like, Wah! it's like, <laughs> no, that was, that was not the car. <laughs> that was his mouth. <laughs> so, but when you first use a pair of like you know like adult binoculars when you're a kid, you look through them and you're just like, what the fuck am I? Because it's so magnified, mm. you can't understand what you're even looking at. You don't know how to focus them. They are unusable. For like years. And then eventually, one day you're just like, because the other thing is being a kid, you're just like, you know, you're trying to use them on something that's like 12 feet away inside your house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually you learn to like use them outdoors and you're like, wow, this is really boring. Let me just put these away and yeah. never use them again. <laughs> like, like, like the only thing that you can do that's interesting is probably illegal. Mm. <laughs> You're looking so at your neighbor's like, what, what is yeah, the point of that? It. Exactly. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what is the point of this? Like, <laughs> but I, I definitely windows. remember as a kid, it was like, this is going to be a big thing. Because it happened, like, everybody <laughs> like, always has binoculars. You're like, Little did I know, I was paying sight. attention to the villains most of the time. Oh, uh, that's true. See, oh, yeah, sight beyond sight. <laughs> you see, you say that, and I'm thinking right now. If I uh, say that, does that make it okay, Keith? <laughs> I'm looking into someone's window. I'm just like, it's okay. Sight beyond you see, sight. When you see your neighbor's, <laughs> when you see your neighbor's bathroom, I'm the hero. Your neighbor's bathroom window, like light turns just on. Just trying to make sure you didn't slip and fall in the shower. <laughs> sight beyond really, sight, really, officer. That's all. Oh no. It's okay. I said sight beyond sight. I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> see, I I have a very paranoid family, and from a young age, like everyone in my family 
uh, that I can remember from a young age, everyone in my family owns multiple pairs of binoculars. Wait, or hold at least, on. You know, you the crazy ones. Do they know they can't use more than one pair at a time? <laughs> yes, but I, I'm not kidding you. If I go downstairs right now, because I, I, tonight I'm staying at my grandmother's, uh, if I go downstairs right now, the drawer next to the top drawer next to the refrigerator has three pairs of old school, good quality binoculars. Because <laughs> I'm not kidding you, like for decades, certain family members have been paranoid that other people are staring at them and like spying on them. So they, they go out. So they can spy. Exactly. Like my grandmother will be like looking at neighbors across the lake, like staring at their house, wondering when are they going to be staring at me? And, it's, <laughs> and I've oh, had conversations. I know I've had conversations with my grandmother about this. I'm like, why would they be staring at you? Oh, they'd stare at me. Can, can you imagine? Like, if, if wait, she, what? <laughs> can you imagine though if she actually like locked binoculars with somebody across? Oh, room, right. Happy. And the thing is, they both realize it. They're looking at each other, and then they're just doing hang signals to be like, "No, you put yours down first. No, you put yours down first. Like, what do you do from there? Like, like who starts showing nip first? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just start flirting with the person across the lake. You just pull up your shirt. And you're just like, huh? Eh? God damn it. Did you just make me realize my grandmother's kink? Yeah, she's a lawyer. <laughs> I mean, dude, she has multiple pairs of binoculars. I think it's fucking obvious. She's <laughs> waiting for someone to try and peep. She, she's got a different pair for every fucking holiday. Like, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Oh, I feel dirty. Breakfast is going to be weird, Tom. Tom. Just, just, just be aware. Is. She's she's going to pull out her St. Patrick's Day binoculars in about a week and a half. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you some time alone. <laughs> they smell like corned oh. beef and Guinness. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh. Hey, listeners. Corey here, real quick, to see if you can help us out and grow the podcast by leaving a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, if you enjoy the show, wouldn't it be great to share it with friends and family? Just a suggestion. So the Toad's Town folk start digging, despite there being a direct lane uh, from the tunnel dug by our heroes. No, but Mario is a bastard, and, <laughs> and he backfilled it with all the dirt that he was digging oh, out. Oh, that's true, that's true, and it wouldn't be easy to go right back down the same way, oddly uh-huh. enough. Um, Makes sense. So we learned that the town is called Lonesome Mushroom. And that it is now the <laughs> Town. Wait, 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 wait. I have a joke here. I, I wrote it down. I said, also the name of Keith's dick. The <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, lonesome mushroom. <laughs> got two kids. It's not that lonesome. I know, it's... but it was funny in my head. What are you talking about? I, I, got, I got two kids. It's pretty fucking lonesome now. It's lonesome now. <laughs> yeah. So it works. It's retired there was, already. There was there was periods of time where maybe it wasn't, but you know, life happens, and <laughs> you know, and your mushroom gets lonely. <laughs> and for some reason, like... I so, for some reason I feel like the need to say shiitake. It's <laughs> gonna say it's a weird pickup line. Hey, baby, my mushroom is lonely. Oh, oh no, that, that is, is not. That's just not gonna work. <laughs> That's not a. That's when you're asking her if she wants to get the shaft, just like Bowser at the end. Of the <laughs> oh, we're not there yet. We're not oh, there. No. 
but I, I appreciate we that joke. I'm surprised that in the episode, though. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. So, Koopa rolls into town and kicks everybody's shit in and enslaves all the toads. The Marios get away. I, I thought that that was an interesting way of describing their gang, the Marios. Hmm. One of the shy yeah. guys says it. The Marios are getting away because I think canonically... Mm-hmm. It's Mario, 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 and and yes. Luigi Mario. Yes, it is. That's their name. Yep. Oh. That's their name. They're the Mario wait, brothers. Mar- wait, hold on. Mario. His name Mario? is Mario. Mario. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's his name. I would. I'm pretty. I don't know where I heard that, but I, I've never heard anybody really dispute it, other than saying that it's kind of. I mean, dumb. I guess it makes sense because they're called the Mario Brothers. But I would have been. I would have been so much more jived, like if finding out because this is my first time finding out that the brother's last name is Mario. You so, didn't know that? No, I thought it was the, called the Mario Super Brothers. Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I thought that they just really like you know everybody's got a favorite child, right? So but, Mario, but no oh, Mario was the favorite. one. Wow. wow. <laughs> Keith's kids, listen in. No, I'm joking. So Keith's kids, <laughs> figure out which one of you it is. It's the one I named Fight. Mario. <laughs> oh no, Keith, Keith's third Keith. kid. That uh, at this point to... recording doesn't exist, but will exist eventually. Uh, hey, maybe. Hey, you were supposed to name, <laughs> name Levi. Mario. You're supposed to name Levi Barnofsky. You're supposed to name him oh, Barnofsky Barnofsky. Yeah. Oh. Gosh. And then when you, and then have, you have another one, kid, then you name him Luigi. And yes, they could be the Bardofsky brothers. <laughs> exactly. Which is just that's very how it works. Though. Honestly, I would have liked this a lot better if I found out their last names are both Mario and Luigi is Luigi, but Mario actually has like a totally different name. He's like Giuseppe, and like I would have been like, "What the fuck? That's great!" But instead, Mario, Mario. <laughs> Mario Mario? Giuseppe Mario. Why not? <laughs> That's the youngest brother. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk it's, about him. Yeah. They don't talk yeah, he's 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 not he's not he's special. not in the business. Yeah. He's not in the business. No. Well, he's he's a vegan, he's, he doesn't like jumping on yeah. turtles' heads. He's an accountant. He doesn't <laughs> leave the office. Yeah. No, he's not even an accountant. He's <laughs> no he's just he's, he's like a half brother, he he's half. He's a deli. He's a he he's a, a deli and he sells yeah. he does data input. kosher deli. No, meat. he he does he does data input for the transactions of the deli. Yes, that's Giuseppe Mario. <laughs> so Koopa down in the mine is living like Scrooge McDuck in gold coins. Um, <laughs> conveniently, also below Lonesome Mushroom is a fire flower mine. Uh, to get there, our heroes have to go through Tomato Sauce Mine, <laughs> which I honestly thought was lava until Mario tasted I, yeah. it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was I, ready I was for freaked. him to be like, whoa, fuck that. Burning that tomato sauce is hot. Yeah. 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 So um, Mario wants to take a pasta break, but Princess <laughs> Toadstool wants him to get super now and eat later. I feel like yeah. there's so many things Italians can do. Which get I feel like is this. a euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, get, get super now and eat later. It's just like, wait, don't you usually do that in the opposite order? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, explain uh, it for Keith. Uh, he doesn't deserve it. 
I got it. I mean, he's got two kids. He probably <laughs> got it a got little bit. It. I hope. The question so, is, did Nikki get it? There's a reason there's a disclaimer at the beginning of these episodes. (laughs) They're definitely not meant for kids. Nope. Uh, Faster than a vanishing clog. More powerful than an electric drain snake. It's Super Mario and Super Luigi. (laughs) They touch some flowers and they get super. Which I think is weird because it also means they have fire flower power. Yeah, they're not just bigger, but they're also bigger. I don't know. It's weird. I found the term so the Mario weird. Bros. It's weird. Yeah, the Mario mm-hmm. Bros. start spitting hot fire like Dylon from the Chappelle Show. Uh, Koopa grabs the princess hostage and jumps in a cart filled uh, with gold to try and escape. The oh, Mario he also Bros. Says, pursue. He also says, "Now I have something better than gold." Oh, yeah. And I the thing The thing that gets me about episodes like this is that gold doesn't do anything for Koopa, who already rules <laughs> yeah. his... You know, like, it's not like he needs... He's just like, oh, man, now I can finally start paying these shy guys. Damn. Yeah, right. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> you know, like... Like, the gold doesn't do anything for him, and everything (laughs) that he could buy with gold, he would rather steal anyway, so the gold is meaningless. Yeah, I feel like Koopa's, like, an eccentric billionaire already, where he's doing shit because he's powerful and he can, not because it necessarily, like, benefits anyone. Like, he's literally just (laughs) testing, he's testing the limits of, like, what he can do before getting caught or getting killed. Before Mario finally kills him. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So you can only kidnap the princess so many times before we're just like, all right, we got to put him down. (laughs) Uh, Send in the elite toad squad. I'm going to stomp one last turtle. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Hey, that's how he kills his turtles. uh, (laughs) It's quick and humane. Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus. Then he picks up the shell of one of the deceased turtles and hucks it at the uh, other other turtles, you know? Hmm. Because it's so humane, according to Keith. Well, if they die quickly... Isn't that like the... Isn't that the barometer? This is so weird of a conversation to be having after I finished reading The Last Ronin. (laughs) It's like, that's an alternative storyline right there. It was just like, no, this Italian guy just started fucking stomping out. I gotta edit this. <laughs> I don't, don't want to leave a... Corey, in the in the future, edit this out. Don't talk about this. There you go. Because you'll over. spoil it, and it's not right for other people who haven't read it yet. All right, let's start the podcast over. Goddamn. Ooh. <laughs>
from the beginning. Ooh. <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to make one of you guys do it. <laughs> well, that's when we do our April um, Fools episode. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! That's this is our April Fools episode, pretty much. Um, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's the beginning of April. Oh episode. yeah. Oh, Maybe shit. next year. All yeah. right. Future self, this is where you start it. <laughs> so the Mario Bros. pursue in their own minecart. But lose the fire flower power for reasons, I guess. I guess Mario kind of okay. touched Koopa. I guess it just ran out. Yes. After. The, the second but, like, time it doesn't I watched out. it. No, the second time I watched it, it's because Mario slammed. It, he's hopping over and he, it, it looks like he hits the he back of Bowser's Koopa, right? shell. Yeah, yeah, Koopa's shell. It look, so he, get, he gets touched. Why as did far Luigi as Luigi goes. <laughs> And not only did Luigi lose his power, but he was already he already wearing lost his before. yeah he was already yeah, back in his normal like outfit. So it was really like yeah, what the hell? <laughs> that, like they that were, kinda... I, I thought they were treating it like the star power for a second, where it was just like yes, that's what it felt like. You know, like and all of a sudden, like oh shit, I lost it. Like if if Koopa could have planned for this, if it was a time thing, he didn't even have to make a runaway. He could have just been like, all right, right hold on. Let you guys spit your fire. I'll dodge, I'll dodge, I'll dodge, I'll duck, I'll weave, whatever. And now it's just like, <laughs> all right, now I'm back, you know, the mm. most dangerous person in here. But they do all sorts of crazy loops that would honestly make Donkey Kong thankful that he had just jumps in his <laughs> Minecraft days. <laughs> Fuck minecart days. Minecart. How many times did minecart. I? Type, how many times did I write <laughs> Minecraft here instead of minecart? Every time I wrote minecart in my notes, about uh, let's see, one, two, every single time, yeah. every single time it says <laughs> Minecraft. So, um, I I have to ask real quick when they started doing the mine car scene, uh, did. I know some of you've played. You've had to have played a little bit at least of Mario RPG, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys remember? Uh, I think it's after you get the third star because you're in the mines. Uh, in order to like, after you get the star to to exit and and get back to Mole Town, you have to do the you you ride a minecart, and I don't know. It, it's yeah, minecart. <laughs> it's it's part of that. Uh, it's like a mini game where you're you you have to like I do not slow remember. down. I or didn't accelerate. Own, and... I didn't own Mario RPG as a kid. My friend did. So uh, anytime I played it, would have been on rental or just watching him play it. Ah, uh, well, there there is like a mini game in Mario RPG where you're riding in a minecart and you're having to do like you know, make jumps and do these obstacles and, and speed up mm. by, like, grabbing uh, certain items. Uh, I think mushrooms will speed you up. Uh, anyhow, watching this, even though this episode's from 1989, it made me jump back to, like, 1996 when I was playing Mario RPG for the first time, which, by the way, is my favorite video game of all time, is Mario RPG. And I used to play it, like, every spring, year after year, for, like, the first 15 years. And it's been a while since I played it. But uh, watching this show, I almost <laughs> I almost went and started digging out my old Super Nintendo to get, uh, you know, Mario RPG out. Because uh, mm. it's a great game. Just, like, you know, great episode. But I'll, I'll stop now. <laughs> Sorry. 
Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get the Super Nintendo Classic because I sold my copy of Mario RPG. Um, <gasps> but that's well, no, because I the, the, see this is what I was talking about before, where there's like I have like a long laundry list of things I want to talk about on the podcast, but I'm trying to mm. like ration it because we're always struggling for material at the beginning of a show. And, like, that's one of the things I want to talk about is, like, how few video games I still have. Mm. Spoilers for anybody who watches my YouTube channel. Interesting. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I, I want to get the uh, Super Mario, or what is it called? The Super Nintendo Classic Edition, because it has Mario RPG, it has Earthbound... It's got, like, a whole bunch of the other classics. It has the unreleased Star Fox 2. And it's just, like, Hmm. such an easier way to play all those games. Because one of the things that used to always get me about playing Super Nintendo RPGs in general Mm -hmm. was... And maybe this is just my system. and Maybe it's not, like, the best working system. But I felt like any time someone would walk by or, like, I would accidentally pull on the cord a slight way the game would fuck up. And, like, if you're just playing, like, a quick platformer, if you're playing NHL 94, Mm. it's just like, all right, whatever. But if I'm playing, like, a 40-plus-hour RPG, Mm. and I lose, like, an hour of progress, I want to fucking smash something. Yeah. So if I'm playing a game like that, I want it to be on the most reliable hardware possible. I don't care so much about... um, the hardware being original, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need it to be the first way you were ever able to play it. Because, like, I could sure, I could have played Chrono Trigger that way, too. But mm. the same thing, like, I would be so fucking frustrated, instead I'll yeah. just play it on the DS and have a better experience. True. Mm. I feel like... But, because Squaresoft made Mario RPG, it's so it's been re-released so few and far between... That I yeah. think the only way you could really do it is on the classic in an official capacity. Uh, I think I I think the original Wii, the Nintendo Wii Store, sold it because mm. I, I have it on Probably. the Wii, but not the Wii U. And I was I didn't really that mess I couldn't with get the it. Wii stores that often. Yeah, I, I went through I, like a buying frenzy at the end of the 3DS lifecycle, which actually by the time this airs, will have the 3DS shop will have closed. It's still open right now, but not for much longer. Um, And I spent probably $200 on games that I'm probably not going to ever play. But just, you know, fear of missing out (laughs) on a whole bunch of digital games that only exist there. Yeah. But, uh, so when they go through the tomato sauce mine, Koopa (laughs) flinches, I guess, which I think was probably him expecting it to be lava. Maybe I'm reading too much into that. But it gives Princess Toadstool the opportunity to get away from him, and she leaps uh, from her from his cart to the Mario Bros. cart and basically saves herself. You know, I don't know yeah. how often that actually comes up. True. Uh, and they make it out of the mine, and the track splits, and it allows the Mario Bros. to get ahead of Koopa for reasons of the story, I guess. I don't know how that would work in real Even life, though, but like, sure. Their track went around and was definitely longer. Yeah, like, it definitely should have lost a little bit of momentum. 
you know, yeah. taking a turn like that. And also, there was no way, there was no, like, shift that happened. Okay. It just kind of as, as As a physicist, I'm going <laughs> to... Who's teaching momentum right now? I'm 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 not mm-hmm. even kidding. Chapter eight is is momentum, and I'm teaching conservation of momentum tomorrow during lecture. Uh, <laughs> oh, I won't. Never mind. I was going to make you explain how they lost the momentum going around the curve, but I won't be a dick professor and make you answer that question. I don't Never think mind. you, Tom. I don't think you I can because I didn't. The I thing didn't is, I can't. <laughs> I can't <laughs> explain it in scientific terms but in logic terms i feel like mm. it's almost obvious that they would have lost momentum so they slowed down they well they didn't in the show but in real life they would have almost come to a stop i imagine go around the turn yeah like the track and didn't even seem to be going downhill whatsoever and well I think it goes back. This is this is Mario physics because if we go back to when Koopa originally kidnapped the princess and threw her into the minecart, um, he was on the other side. They were looking right at him and they started shooting fireballs in his direction. And all of a sudden, he appeared on the other side of the wall where the princess was. He's like, "Oh, uh, mm. yoink!" and he grabbed her and threw her into a minecart. So, oh, also, yeah. did you guys see? Like the the hand motion they made when they threw fireballs. No. Oh yes, yes. I'm, I'm texting it to you guys yes. right now. I were know they, what you're talking about. The uh, what, what sign could they be throwing up? Were they were they doing the Spider Man? Nope. No, I think something, something much, more much circa worse. 1940s. Yeah, circa 1940s <laughs> Germany. 1940s. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Look, look at the picture I sent. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, it was it was yep. bad because you know what's funny is that in all the Mario games, it looks like Mario is throwing the fireballs, and in this, they put their hands <laughs> flat. They hold their hands flat. That's they put, bad. They put it at a forty-five degree <laughs> angle into the air, and the fireball just shoots out of their fingertips. <laughs> they are not actually throwing Jeez. it; they are hiling it. <laughs> oh god! It's terrible. <laughs> It is. It is really. <laughs> I'm just. I noticed that, it only that too. Once. Yeah, I noticed that too, Keith. Because I, I remember the first time I watched, I was like, "Did they just?" And then the second time around, when I was taking notes, I was like, oh, "Do I really want to mention this?" I don't know. But since you brought it up, yeah, I totally saw that and thought the same thing. I'm like, "That's that's bad." <laughs> Uh-oh, the show's going to get canceled. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, but that reminds me. So, you know, I'm teaching and I'm talking about two-dimensional vectors. I'm, I really want to pro- know where this is going to go after It's that. It's projectile <laughs> motion, and we're doing projectile motion, and it's a problem where a, a kid's kicking a soccer ball, like at a, uh, I think a, almost a, like a, a 65, 70-degree angle initially, and I'm talking about the initial velocity vector, and I point in the direction with my arm. So he kicks oh, it in, in the... And I'm using my arm to represent the velocity vector, and I realize while I'm doing it what it looks like. I went, oh, oh, and I immediately <laughs> put my hand down and was like, oh, that's not what I meant. I was just trying to show the direction of this two-dimensional vector. Did anybody but, snap but, pictures while you were doing it? <laughs> uh, you know what? The scary thing is, 
a lot of my students will take pictures because I work problems out on the board. And if, mm. if you know, they, they just realize it's quicker to take a picture than write down all the work. And I get that. Oh, That's wow. actually a smart thing to really? do. The, you new, know? the new age of school. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's what they do. They pull out God. their cell phones. They just take the picture of the board rather that's, than that's, write out oh, the problem. Man, that makes that makes it seem so much easier because that was one of my big things in school. Is <laughs> I would never take notes because even writing for this podcast, which I love, mm. at near work. the end, honestly, I'm just like my my handwriting turns into absolute fucking gibberish because I'm like, oh my god, my hand is killing me. I never do yeah. this anymore for a fucking reason, you yeah. know. Yeah, the thing is, everything that, is typed. When you mm-hmm. when you have to write something down, you you actually maintain it better in your memory because yeah. you have the yes. effort to write it down. Yes. So Tom, the next time one of your students comes up to the board and goes to take a picture, you need to snatch their cell cell phone away from them and spike that shit right into the floor. <laughs> they don't walk <laughs> like up my... to the board. <laughs> they <laughs> they sit in their seats. I, I I'm talking oh. and I'm teaching and I look and while I while I'm looking into the crowd, I, I usually look at faces and, and I, I gauge. The crowd, like he's a rock star. <laughs> I, well, I am. Uh, I gauge <laughs> like twenty, but but I'm That's a rock star to twenty. Um. Yes. So, so do you uh do you crowd surf your way out of the class after you're done? Another... <laughs> no, I have my security escort me out to keep to keep the students oh, yeah, from yeah. flocking me because I'm they so start cool and popular. Stuff at you, so you to... they do. <laughs> so Tom, <laughs> Tom, you're you're at the front of the class, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. when you turn around, students are taking pictures of you. Oh no! Is I your dick hanging your ass, out, Tom? I'm no, no, no. Why is his dick behind him? Are you well? <laughs> Keith, Keith doesn't know anatomy. No, I said when Keith's he turned like, around. Oh, he's, a, he's a physicist, so clearly he he won't get that. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, maybe maybe his dick is quantum. <laughs> okay, I guess that just makes sense. If you it throw doesn't... the word quantum, it automatically makes sense. No, to me. no, it's that if they if they look at it. They won't see it, but if they take a picture of it, it'll show up in the picture. <laughs> that's, that's not how it works, Keith. I've seen Quantum Leap. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Bakula does not show up to take pictures of maybe, my... Listen, hey, Tom, maybe the next class you teach, your dick will come home. It'll make the final jump home. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, we can all hope. Uh, but we can count on is finishing this episode with uh, I don't know if we can count on that. The Mario Bros decide to actually get in front of Koopa, and they hit the brakes on their car and hop out, which causes Koopa's cart to crash into theirs, and he goes flying, lands on a cactus, it bends comically, and then catapults him out of the story. The mushroom people get the mine. And Koopa gets the shaft. <laughs> that was that was a weird. It was great. It was glorious. It was, it was, I liked it. Was, it. I, it was I have good. no idea how they got away it with it. Perfect. But... Well, that's the problem because the pr- like. There's no problem, Keith. It was perfect. Stop. That's it. a that's a nice way of being like. This is a ten out of ten, oh. Keith. Get out of here. Uh, yep. No, no. Knock no. it off, Keith. I'm not. I'm uh, not no, saying stop. it was bad. I'm just don't pull I, on I those am, strings. I'm surprised they got away with it because that's that's like the most polite way of saying well and Koopa got fucked. Like <laughs> how'd you put that in a kid's show? 
that's like Corey being like he got his shit kicked in. And like then finding no, out later that it, that that means pushed yeah he got shit pushed in, and that means <laughs> that means that they had anal sex. Like I thought of, I thought about that when I was writing the foot my, in the my notes true. for this. I made sure to say kicked in earlier. Yeah, because that's I didn't true. Want us to fucking that's, focus on it forever. That's probably why I said kicked in. <laughs> but Keith's been think, thinking about ass this whole time. The whole time he is an ass man. The whole time from it's the like, essay office. Cap is it's canon. <laughs> so how many lonely mushroom caps out of 10 would you give this episode i'm gonna skip the the stuff at the end that yeah, it's uh, like whatever. happens with captain lou and and danny because i i don't like i said i don't know who that uh game show host that shows up is so it's not it has no real magnitude well, with me not only that but the bit wasn't like it wasn't funny it yeah. was just luigi not you think he's a game show host, getting hit in the head, not thinking he's a game show host, and then getting hit in the head again, and then thinking he's a game show host. It's, you know, yeah. predictable yeah. and not funny. Yep. I, I think it was simply because the studio where they filmed it in, in California was right there, and yeah. you know, you had all, all these other so shows that were like right next door in the studio, you know, the, the, the filming studio next door, so they just like you know, knock on the door and be like, hey, we're filming this. We want you to be our guest star because it sounds like Cindy Lopper, I think, is a guest star on this. Sure, like sometimes they were able to get someone decent, but a lot of times they were just able to get whoever they can get. Exactly, yeah. Like, for instance, not no shame to Ernie Hudson. Oh, no, no, he's the man. He was obviously the lowest hanging fruit of the Ghostbusters they could have got. Like, he would have been the only one available because the other guys probably wouldn't even have picked up the phone for this. Yeah. Um, and, and the same way, it's just like, if they had, I don't know, say, Bob Barker. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, like, some other, like, really notable game show host at the time. Because even the guy that they get in this, this is a show that came out in 89... All the stuff I saw on Wikipedia for this guy was, like, 60s and 70s. Yeah. Like, hadn't been relevant for, like, a decade, for the most part. So it's like... This is one of those things where you're only really appealing to the parents that might remember and be like, Oh, hey, I remember that guy. Right, whereas Ghostbusters 2, I think, came out that year. So, Ernie Hudson being on, you know... Kind of oh, made yeah, a little yeah. more like, that sense. Was a good, that was a more good relevant for them. Yes. Oh, but yeah. This was just like one of those off weeks, probably, and that's why the skit was just like whatever. But how yeah, many, the skit was whatever. A, did I give a rating scale? Uh, was it lonely mushrooms? mushrooms? Oh yeah, lonely, lonely mushrooms. mushrooms out of uh, ten. Ten. I'll go first. Um, I really liked this episode for all the action. There was definitely some mm-hmm. stuff that was just like, oh come on, guys, like the digging up. Out of the mine, yeah. In the first place, the fact that all the the gold is already refined into coins, minted, yeah, stuff that's yeah, <laughs> stuff that's already like you you just you suspend your disbelief because it's a Mario cartoon, like it's supposed to be fun. If it's not fun, then it's not worth doing, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think mm. this was a really great episode uh, compared to the other episodes that I watched. Also, like this was probably my favorite one that I've seen that I could recall. So I would have to give this an 8 Lonely Mushrooms out of 10. I think it's great. 
Uh, Carter really enjoyed it. He mostly likes the mm. uh, the the fact that they kind of do like a a double intro music because they do the yes. one at the beginning and then they do the one when they're transitioning to the cartoon. Yep. And both mm-hmm. times he's like super into it. He does a little dance. Um, does he do the Mario? Well, that was the thing is because we watched this on Tubi. At the end, when they're doing the Mario, it kind of cuts off. Oh, and no. he was doing some sort of dance, and I was trying to record him doing it, but then it switched to the next episode, and I was just like, well, shit. So, hmm. so hold so on. So, my son let's, might have done the Mario. Let's let's discuss <laughs> what the Mario dance is, right? Because they give instructions. You swing your hips from side to side. Da, 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 no, da, I'm pretty sure you swing your arms. No, it's swing your arms. Yeah. Oh. What but he's swinging I, them. I got the first five seconds. Of but he's that. not. But he's not swinging them side to side. He's swinging them like forwards and Back backwards, and alternating. Yeah. And then the other, the only other instruction is you put one foot in front of the other. Hey, Mario, that's it's called Captain walking. Lou. You got to give no, him something he could do. That's, it's called walking. <laughs> the Mario dance. Captain is Lou wasn't gonna go out there and inst- drop it like it's hot. Instructions sure. on how to walk while pumping your arms. He's power walking. Yeah. It's still um, one of the greatest well, I mean, songs it's, it's, ever. It's oh, a, it is. It's, it's a dance country. that a fat Italian plumber could do. Uh, that's... You know? Yeah. Walking. <laughs> no, it's a dance that I do like a fat Italian plumber who got caught, like, stealing candy at the grocery store. Like, they're questioning about it. He goes, he goes just do the Mario dance. And then he just po- power walks away. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> and everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? And then they just go, I don't know. He stole like $3 worth of candy. Nobody cares. Guys, see you now. Um, I'm going to... I liked it, but this is... the my My problem with this show is that... Maya's been watching the Adventures of Super Mario 3 cartoon. Mm-hmm. Ah. Which I do think is better than this one, to be honest. And when she she watched, like, you, so you can watch the first season of that right now on Amazon with commercials, unfortunately. And you can watch it through, I don't know, there's some some subscription for one of those, you know, cable streaming services that... Um, I think you could watch whatever. However, it's many also on Tubi. Have. Oh, is it? All right. So, yep. or I'm have sure if you on look there. on YouTube. But so this. Well, is, yeah, but YouTube is like the worst. So when she was watching, I don't it, know. I watched this episode on YouTube in full. I did too. But when she was watching, <laughs> when she was watching it on Amazon, Guys she ran out haters. of it. Yeah, I know. She she ran out of <laughs> episodes, and Amazon automatically played this show. And she started Ooh. watching some of this show. And she actually at one point called me over because in one of the live action parts, they had somebody dressed up as Frankenstein. And she was like, oh, she I remember was, that. She was like, Daddy. Um, and she called me over. She's like, I don't like, they have a monster on here and I don't like this. And I'm like, oh, why? I was like, why are you watching this Super Mario? And she's like, I don't know. The TV just did it. The other one stopped and this one started. And I'm just like, all right, fine. So then, like, I put the other one on. Literally, uh, in the past two weeks, she's watched the first season of The Adventures of the Super Mario Brothers 3 probably three times through. Really? Yeah. Oh, she's, wow, she, that's wonderful. She was, like, into it. And yeah, it's I need good. To, I need to go and, like, get her, like, you know 
go to Tubi or something and let her watch the other seasons of it because she's she's burnt yeah. out on the first season of it. But she really liked it, and I watched a couple episodes with her. And honestly, I feel like if I didn't watch that one, I probably would have rated this higher. But because I watched that other one, I feel mm. like it's better because I feel like it's better for two parts. Number one, it doesn't have the live action part, which is funny, but it really it's funny now. It doesn't lend itself to like making the cartoon better. And two is that the uh, the Super Mario Three show has all the Koopalings, um, so it's just I don't know. It's like the same thing. They use like all of the the all of mm. the appropriate um, uh, sound effects from the video game when the guys are doing mm-hmm. all their moves and stuff in the show, and you know, it just it, I feel like it probably came out a couple years afterwards. It was just like a little bit more put together and maybe a little bit higher budget. It, it- came out like the year after and they even include footage from the video games when they're introducing episodes like the ver- the title scene mm-hmm. will be like a, a a scene from the actual video game like the, the oh, yeah, like overview the, of the world well and even like the the you know the super mario 3 the curtain in the beginning when you select yes. whether, when it's one yes. player and two player like they have that like it's yes you know they're definitely hammering the nostalgia so yeah. I, I did like this. It was definitely a throwback. This was the show that I watched when I was a kid. I'd give this a seven because of the nostalgia factor. The fact that it's not a bad show by any means, but we're going to have to do the other Super Mario show at some point just because I feel like it's mm. it's it's just a little bit better like for now. Okay. So I guess it's my turn. Um to bring some cosmic justice to this universe, I'm going to rate it a 9. I love this show. I watched this show all the time as a kid. I had episodes on VHS. In fact, we didn't or I didn't talk about the story about how uh I can remember being like 5 and my aunt Mary babysitting me and we went to uh Caldors when it still existed in town and uh we happened to see an episode of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and uh, she bought it for me, and I watched it so many times. And even oh, yeah. even to this day, 30-plus years later, my Aunt Mary will still reference that one episode because she saw it so many times with me. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, a character makes a, a comment when she sees Toad. She goes, there's a fungus among us. My Aunt Mary, 30-plus <laughs> years later, if someone says the word mushroom, will just say out loud, there's a fungus among us, because she remembers that scene from she, that show. She, no, she has PTSD from you forcing her to watch it. <laughs> That's the thing. is like VHS tapes would only have like one or two episodes on them. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you had, and I, I as a kid, like we talked about in the past, uh, being that uh, X-Men, prior to the X-Men uh, tape, mm-hmm. watched it a million times, mm-hmm. my cousins would make fun of me about being able to, like, <laughs> quote it. So, yeah, well, I could totally understand that. Not only can I quote it, but my Aunt Mary quotes it, but she doesn't quote it, like, out of anger or malice or anything. She genuinely smiles and laughs about it and and she she had a connection with mario because she knew from a little boy uh you know i never owned a nintendo entertainment system my uncle robbie did my uncle robbie's eight year, 18 years older than me but when i was like four and five 
he'd be playing it while he'd be home from college and I'd play it with him and my dad and eventually uh, he let me borrow it and I still have it. I still have it. It's in my basement. (laughs) I feel like a dick. I kind of wanted to give it back to him like for a Christmas present. But but then isn't I thought, that, ah, isn't that more of a dick move to give somebody a present? It is. Present of that's that's why I decided against it. Yeah, because I was like, ah, I've had it for so many years. But I mean, like, I grew up on Mario. I love Mario. My family loves Mario. Like, everything about Mario is great. So uh, I know it seems like I gave it a high uh, score with a nine, but I genuinely love this show, and I watched. A little bit of the next episode after watching this one and i wanted to go back and rewatch it just because the nostalgia factor is so high for me uh if i didn't have the nostalgia factor i'd probably give it about an eight but uh nope this kicked in and it made me want to play a bunch of super nintendo games and uh mario games so uh yeah i'm gonna have to give this uh nine lonely mushrooms i really enjoyed it All and right. i think kids would enjoy it so I know my son does. Leaping Lasagna. This is a good show. Mm. It is a good show. <laughs> yeah. So, if you think that this is a good show, you can leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or whatever it's called now. <laughs> Take care while you're driving. Be safe. And until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. I'm Keith. Woohoo! Slits fights. You guys are weird. <laughs> <laughs>